Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to Girl on Fire podcast on the Believe Network, New York's number one podcast network for personal growth. This is your host, Kirsten Franklin, and on this week's show, today's guest is a marketing, branding, and business development expert out of Germany who is the CEO of the company Plantex, the one-stop shop for everything plant-based, or better put, the Amazon for vegans. Plantex was founded back in 2019 launched in 2020 and has already reached $5. million in revenue as of March of this year. Please welcome to the show the CEO of Plantex, Julia Frank. Welcome, Julia. Hi, thanks for having me. That's amazing. Absolutely. So, you know, I want to talk about a little bit about your history. So there you were, you know, you're a marketing, branding and business development expert. You've worked for the likes of BMW, Daimler out in Germany, where you're from. And you just happen to, you know, have a really active lifestyle, healthy, love to, you know, cook plant-based foods. How did, you know, your love of creating plant-based, you know, recipes and foods come into you becoming the CEO of Plantex? How'd that, how'd that progress? Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> uh, I try to keep it short, but that's, that's, uh, if I would go into details, <laughs> that's like a really, really broad, um, that's a really, really broad question. Um, but generally speaking, um, I grew up in a, in a, in a big family and my mom actually loves to cook. So she would always like cook very fresh, very, very healthy. Um, with meat though, I gotta say, but I love animals. So I was always like, kind of, I wouldn't say forest, but you know, when you grow up like that, it's like kind of, I would say normal, but I was like never a big fan. And I would only maybe like eat once per week um, meat. I'm originally from Bavaria, like Munich in Germany, you know, like we have like a very heavy food, like with a lot of meat, especially pork. So the Sunday tradition is like, you know, like a roasted pork with like dumplings and like a beer sauce so that's like the typical traditional Bavarian Sunday meal so my mom would 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 prepare that and then I would obviously eat it like as a child you know because you you grew up like that right but I was always like yeah I don't know I don't really love it but my mom was like you have to eat this it's healthy it's good for you but then you know when you get older and you know like look into more in, into the topic I always like, like I said I had animals I had horses I had dogs I I love I love animals and I was like looking more into that topic and like, I never also like really liked to prepare it by myself. So I like the older I got, the, the least I was eating meat. And then when I, when I moved out from my parents' house, I never prepared meat by myself. Like I don't like to like, I never like to like handle meat. And then I also realized like I get so tired and I feel like really, I don't know, I don't feel like that I get a lot of energy when I eat meat because like actually many people say, Oh, I need to eat to eat. I need uh, to eat meat to have energy. But I felt the exact opposite. Like I felt like I have to lie down when I have like a, you know, like a, like a big heavy meal. Um, So it was like a kind of a natural process. I wouldn't, I was not the the type of person I was like from one day to the other. Oh, I'm not going to eat meat anymore. It was like a slow process. And then I realized uh, that I feel much better, much much healthier, much more energy. And also, I really don't want to be responsible for like killing animals, to be honest. 
and uh, and that's how the whole right. process with right, like right, okay. or slow process with becoming plant-based actually started and I was always like because you said I have an active life so I was always very active I was very active in or horseback riding almost like on a professional level when I was a child and then up to 18 um, but then I moved abroad and um, had to like sell my horses but I also always did like a lot of like tennis also yoga and um, that's how I was always like very healthy uh, very active since a child and I think like being active and also nutrition like goes like basically hand in hand and that's why I always really cared about my nutrition and um, yeah so so that's basically the background to my whole life so like being like first like vegetarian and then becoming um, plant-based but also being very active and like when you ask, okay, how did I come to the company? That's the whole basically other story, which is, which is amazing because like you said, I used to work for like these big uh, companies like BMW and, and Mercedes. And to be honest, I was never like really passionate about the automotive industry. I mean, it's great to work for a company like that, especially when you're younger and you're not, you're like a young professional and don't have uh, you know, like uh, many, many years of working experience, because this is like an environment where you meet like many a successful and very, very smart people. And you learn how to like, let's say, behave in this like corporate structure, you know, like typical nine to 6 p.m. work and, uh, you know, follow all the structures, you know, um, and make the step in all the management levels, you know, like every year you get like in a higher, in a higher level and you get a lot, get also a lot of support and like doing education, for example, I did an MBA program through BMW in, in Spain and Barcelona, which was amazing. amazing. But in the end, you know, you're still working for like a big company. It's not your own thing. Mm -hmm. And especially when you like care about your environment, which I always did, actually, I never like uh, would like drive with a car to the office when I have the chance to like bike there. So I was like the person who would like always bike to work, for example. And which kind of shows that I'm not passionate about cars, which is actually funny, you know? Or like, <laughs> I mean, in the end, I have to say, I loved what I did because um, I did a lot of like branding, also business development. Um, I, I also have a master's degree in, in economics and, and marketing. So I was like very much also on the marketing side, which is, which is nice because BMW is such a well-known brand and you have so many possibilities and uh, opportunities as well and you learn a lot but in the end it's a totally different story when you work actually let's say for your own thing or for something that you are really passionate about you know and that's how we are like yeah. <laughs> transferring to, um, to plant x yeah. so let's talk about that let's talk about that because a lot of people out there especially you know, we're coming, like me, when I say we're, most of us are coming here out of America who are listening. We have a large American audience. And so, like, we're the founders of, like, taking jobs, going to colleges, getting degrees that you have zero interest in <laughs> because it's heavily pushed, right? Higher education and not in a way that's, like, fluid. Like, hey, you know, it's okay <laughs> to get that art degree, right? <laughs> like, here in this country, it's like everybody has to get an MBA. Everybody <laughs> has to be a lawyer. I'm one of them, right? Everybody has to go to med school, right? And it's just, it's one of those things. And and so I think, and, and also getting that corporate job is a big thing here in this country. So a lot of us strive for that only to end up in it, you know, kind of sitting there in wonderment, like, why am I not happy? Like I have all the things I was supposed to achieve and yet I could kind of do without this job. Right. And it becomes this big question. And I'm sure you reach that. You're like whenever anybody does something that's not really, 
you know, ingratiated in their being, at some point, you're like, all right, <laughs> nice, thanks. What's yeah. next, right? So how did you meet the founder of Plantex and how did this evolve into you becoming the CEO? So what, what actually happened, what you said, like you kind of end up in that corporate job like I did. And I have to say in the beginning, I really enjoyed it because you are young. You know, I was really proud that I got the chance to work for BMW because it's actually really, really difficult to like um, be part of of that company in that, in, in, in that position. So I was proud of that. And when you're like, oh, yeah, I work for BMW, like all over the world, like everyone knows BMW. They, oh, my God, I love their cars, you know. So I was not like unhappy all the time just just to like make make this clear, because in general, and that's really important, I'm not a person who would actually like work in a job that I'm unhappy about. And that's like one, my personal advice to everyone. Um, and that's what I personally always followed. Mm -hmm. I would never do a job that I don't like, like yeah. never like, I mean, okay, there are may maybe some certain circumstances that, that don't allow anything else. I want to like exclude that. But if you have the chance to do something else, even maybe for a lower income, I would rather do that instead of like doing something that I really don't like for like more money, for example. And I truly believe you can be only the best version of yourself also in your job when you really do what you love. And I think that's right. really, really important. So after like working for BMW, I think it was like four and a half years or like four years. I was like, Hmm, I don't know. Like, it's not really what I want to do um, for the next couple of years because I had colleagues, they were like working for BMW for many, many years for like even like 10, 20, 30 years. You know, I was like, I don't, I don't even see myself for that long at BMW, even though, to be honest, it's like one of the securest jobs you can have. Like they wouldn't, I, I had a contract. They wouldn't be even like able to like get rid of me or like fire me or like, you know, I had like, um, I had like this contract until the end of my life. These are like contracts that actually exist in Germany. I don't, I'm not sure if that exists in the US or in Canada. So, so, so for example, even, I mean, because to give you an example, you know, my parents, um, when I told them I want to leave BMW, they were like, oh wow. my God, are you totally crazy? Yeah. Like no. you had that amazing <laughs> contract until the end of your life. You have so many chances, you know, to be on a, you know, like even higher level that you're now, you can every year you get your salary raise of like, I don't know, three or 5% or something like that. And even when you get pregnant as a female, they have to like keep on paying you, you know, a relatively um, high percentage of your of your income that you had before you, you get kids. So these are like, I mean, just to give you an idea, right? I had like serious talks with my family about that. It was like, yeah, so much security, you know, I'm like, I honestly, like, I don't security like I'm, I was and I was like okay I, I get your point that's it. That's and the word. Security, security is somehow important but you have to take the risk if you're not taking a risk you can't like really win I mean that's that's my personal opinion of course you can you can you can have the security but you're not gonna reach like the ultimate goal I mean that's my that's my personal opinion so you have to take a risk at some point to achieve something and that's basically what I did because when I left BMW, and that's like coming to the story how I met Sean. I actually used to live for a couple of years in the Bahamas, like right after when I finished my my bachelor's degree when I was like really young. I, I got the chance to work in the Bahamas and I fell in love with the Bahamas. Like ever since I used to live there when I was like in the beginning of my 20s, I fell in, the, in love with the Bahamas. It's like my second home basically. But obviously I like had to go back to Germany at some point because this was, was not a job 
that like went on forever. So I, and I knew I got to do my master's degree back in Germany after I left the Bahamas, but I always knew I want to like come back to the Bahamas at some point, um, maybe start a business there or work remotely or whatsoever. Anyway, so every year I went back to the Bahamas, many friends there visiting them. And then after, like I said, when I worked like for four years in, in Germany, I sensed that I need a change. And I didn't know yet what I wanted to do. I was even open like to do something by myself. I also would have been interested in like um, another position, maybe in like a startup business or, you know, I was really open for anything, but I believe it's not good to pressure things. I truly believe when you have like your ears and eyes open and you talk to people and um, I'm, I'm a person like I'm very open-minded, I'm well-connected. I traveled a lot. So I have like, you know, like friends all over the world. So I I was open for everything. I was open for every country, basically every job that like would, would, would like fulfill me. Right. So I like talk to friends and people, especially in the Bahamas. And then one friend mentioned, Hey, um, a friend of mine that, that you didn't meet yet. He's from Canada. He's, he's also plant-based and living like this, like healthy lifestyle as you do. And he has like this vision of like founding a company for like plant-based products, like a, like an e-commerce platform for plant-based products, because he has like really a struggle actually to like find plant-based products online, you know, like a wide variety of products. And also he feels like not as many people as he wishes are, are like fully educated about a plant-based lifestyle. So he kind of struggles with like, you know, telling people, hey, I don't eat meat, he would be like, oh, that's weird, you know, so he wants to like educate people um, about it and why he is actually plant-based. So I was like, wow, that sounds amazing. You know, that's like exactly what I think is a, is a great way to do. And it would like improve basically the world, you know, um, because I, I truly believe that it, it would make the world much better if you would consume less less meat for sure. And um, yeah, so she basically introduced us. And that was in 2019, like um, like two years ago. And then he told me about his idea. He already came up with the name, like Plant X. He already um, got the website, you know, the URL. And uh, but it was like in the very beginning, like th that's basically everything. Like 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 that, that was basically the status okay. by by then. Um, he had the idea. He knew the name, and he had the website rights secured for the US and for Canada and was that was basically it. And they have did he did he incorporate the name yet or uh, yeah, or he incorporated the name. He incorporated yeah. the name. In, in Canada. Yeah. Okay. So that was that was the that was the the status back then and then um we like had the talk and yeah and that that was basically it and he was like hey so do you want to like come on board and I was like yeah absolutely I love it like that's amazing. Okay. Yeah, then I basically started started working for him and I had no idea like where is this going to go if this is going to work out or you know how big this is going <laughs> to this is this is going to be I I only knew like um and that like gave me a lot of confidence because my friend already knew him since since many many years and they um they also used to work together and also I knew that he has like over 20 years experience in like building e-commerce platforms. He founded many other companies so um, it's not that, you know, it's like a person who never ha had, uh, you know. Right, right. So I just want to take a moment to, I just want to take a moment to reflect on a few things you said, because I think they're really important, especially yeah. for people who are making a change, right? And that is that, one, you are in flow, meaning you let things flow through you, yeah. flow to you, that you, you let the universe know, like, 
hey, this is going to be awesome. And you tell people, okay? I'm not talking about sitting on your couch or lying in bed dreaming about it. Oh, and like, no. oh, wouldn't that be nice? You actually went out to your network and said, hey, you know what? I'd be totally stoked if like this happened or I'm looking for, for anything. I'm, I'm thinking about making a change, right? So that's one thing I want to take note of. The second thing is that you you really mentioned that, you know, you were looking for something fulfilling. Yeah. And I think that is the word to be used because people talk about their passions. People talk about other things, but here's the thing. It's like, I hate when people, people say this money doesn't buy happiness. I'm like, actually oh. it does. <laughs> I'm like, if, if you have to wash your dishes and you buy a dishwasher, hear me out here. And, and that dishwasher then washes your dishes and you're happy for years that you no longer have to, it buys happy. It doesn't buy fulfillment. Mm. It doesn't, fill your holes. Yeah. Like it, you could buy the car, but if you're buying the car from an ego perspective, you're just going to go back to feeling like a loser and buying your next big thing. Cause it's not fulfilling you. It's not creating. Exactly. There's no end too. like, you can buy a car that you want. And that is like for you, the, the, the biggest thing in that moment. And then you have it. And then you're like, Oh no, but my neighbor has an even more expensive right. car, you know? Right. So if it's, you're doing it for those like weird reasons, you know, those, those not centered reasons, you are you. You are off-center. Nothing you buy will make you happy. It will not fulfill you. If you're like a car tech geek and this thing comes out and like that's all you've ever dreamed about and it came to fruition and you're going to fly the Jetsons car and you buy it for a million bucks, yeah, fine, yeah. different, right? There's two different things there. So I want to talk about that because fulfilling is the word that I always go for. Um, also, also what, what I personally think, which, which relates to that topic, which is really, really important, um, because also like many people think or what, what I hear a lot, because in the past, I also went to like many, you know, like entrepreneur um, meetings and, uh, you know, they're like, uh, because I also did um, like my MBA was also with a focus on digital entrepreneurship. So I met, I met like many people who are actually, you know, about to found a company or have the idea of founding something or want to found something in the future. And like many people had like the approach with what company they can make the most money out of it. And I also think that this is not the right approach. Like you have to like do what you love and then you can be, be the best person in, in that kind of field. And when you only like try to like find a business with, which makes the most money is first of all, definitely not fulfilling. Um, <laughs> and also just because it makes the most money out of it, it might not be that you are like, you know, the, the best person for that, you know, because you have. Well, you're never going to be because you don't love it. You know, you're not going to eat, breathe and exactly. eat it. Exactly. So that's, that's the problem. But I'm telling you, like, I met so many people that like really only look into markets that, that they think you have like the highest, I don't know, highest margins or highest, uh, you know, profits. Right. And uh, I also think that's like not a right, it might work out. I'm, I'm well, not that makes sense that for a venture capitalist, but for somebody who's trying to step into the shoes of, you know, being a part of a company, it's never going to make. I'm actually met a bunch of people who like jumped on that train with like selling, se uh, selling masks, you know, like with the whole, you know, pandemic and yeah, yeah. like, it's, it's such a hard business. And I'm like, okay, like, wow, you might make money out of that, but they are like definitely not happy about that, you know? And it's also like short term, like that's not something that you're going to like yeah. do until the, the end of your life. Yeah. So yeah, there, there are things, um, Follow, follow your passions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like have some, like, look for the thing that's going to fulfill you, you know, do it in a state of flow. And I love the fact that you talked about it. Like, first of all, I've never in my life heard of a lifetime contract with a corporation. That's crazy. Yeah. 
So, so, so here coming back to the risk, to the risk thing. So, um, so, so you, you can imagine, like I had like a couple of sleepless nights to like really think about this. Yeah. yeah, it was a really, really big decision for myself. And, um, I had to have a lot of trust in that, like a lot of trust, also like belief in, in the business idea. And I think that's also really, really important that you really truly believe what you do. Uh, or in what you do and that you really see that this is important for for not only yourself but for many people and that you really want to like try to change something and the interesting part is I mean imagine like we we met each other I met Sean in 2019 and when you think about it like two end of 2019 the whole pandemic started right and we couldn't even have known that like we didn't know that when we like started the whole thing right and that like even show, showed more that it's like so necessary to like work on a company like that, you know, like online, um, like healthy products, everything plant based, you know, because they're like the pandemics are based on like the high consumption of meat, you know, so also like people have to stay at home. So it's it's an e-commerce business. So it was like kind of as as if like the universe was waiting for for that company, especially in that moment. But that's what happens. I know. When you take inspired action, it goes faster than you even think it should sometimes. Yeah. Like if you I don't know, like in this process of you helping Sean build Plantex and you were kind of really running the show here, there had to be moments where things just move so fast that you probably took a second like to not stop yourself because oh my god so when you have this inspired action and you take action the universe throws everything in your path and it almost is too fast yeah. like it happens to me all the time and I have to stop myself and yeah. be like well wait a second this is exactly what you want just go just go just go and it'll all figure itself yeah. out on the way you know yeah. um so yeah I love that Sometimes it's like even even hard to believe that all this happened. So I'm sometimes I'm like, well, let's talk about that though, because I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you guys went from concept to full fruition out there in the universe, live online, and actually hitting 1.5 million US dollars already by back in March of this year. So I mean, that's an incredible trajectory because that's a year, a year online, yeah, yeah, no, right? That's over a hundred thousand dollars in sales a month yeah. at go. Right. So that's, that's, I want to get into that for a second too, because you know, like while that may or may not happen for other people, but before we hop onto that, I just, again, want to highlight for the people listening to this, because I know that there's people listening here that are in real estate investing and wholesaling. And what I want to just kind of highlight again is like what she said about one trust trust not only in herself but in the people she's working with but in the thing that she's doing and for a lot of and the passion so when we have investors that say like oh I want to do real estate investing but I'm going to start in wholesaling it's kind of like all right but are you passionate about that like is that something you know when they're looking at it as just a stepping stone to get to the next mm -hmm. but when you do that there's not enough drive there to get that stepping stone built to get to the next. Why are you stopping yourself from just doing what you want to do? Right? Because your your mental process says, oh, there's this, there's that, oh my God, I have to, whatever. But I just wanted to highlight that because, you know, you also talked about the fact that it's an industry, you're a thing that you could trust. You trusted that this was going to make money, that it was going to be successful. Here in the real estate, guys, everyone's successful. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Those who aren't, it's because you're not passionate. And you couldn't give a shit and you're trying it because it makes money. Just like she said, you can't go after it just because you think it's going to make the most money. You're, you're, it's just not going to be there. There's nothing there to wake you up every day 
you can't, it's like creating another shit job for yourself where you get up unhappy. Like, what's the point? Like, eventually you're just going to be unhappy because the results in real estate might come instantly or they might take over a year. I mean, I've had a client that her first result was in eight months. She was so mad. And then when we broke it down, she had actually made more than enough money each month from that one deal that she's like, oh yeah, I would do that again. Right. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, okay. Let's, let's think about this. Right. But moving on though, I want to talk about, you know, the fact that you and Sean, you know, here you come in to really a concept. It's a concept with a few little buttons pushed. Yeah. That's it. Right. And so tell us how this goes. I mean, because some people listening are also in that conversation of, you know, do I join this, this startup? What is that going to look like? you know, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm in 8 million networks of women who are, you know, sitting there on advisory boards or trying to be on advisory boards or looking for connections in that way. So tell me a little bit about that because in essence, you're kind of like a co-founder. I mean, even though this wasn't your seedling idea, you know, it went from, I have this idea, I'm an econ expert. You know, I mean, was the, was the idea to even have econ? Was it to have brick and mortar? Like what was the whole big picture Kind of, I'm going to ask you a few questions here because I think you can kind of answer them in one big chunk. You know, kind of what was the mission initially? Is it the same? And what was kind of the vision? Like what, you know, where did you see it happening? And what actually changed and how is it really happening? Mm. I think that's interesting for people to hear. Yeah. So, so the initial idea um, is like basically having the one-stop shop for everything plant-based. So creating an e-commerce platform for basically all kind of plant-based products you can imagine without having, let's say, any doubt in the product. Because usually when you like check on websites and you're not sure if it's plant-based, you would have to like check on the ingredients, right? So so basically on our website, you can be 100% sure that all products are plant-based and they are all from like different kind of verticals too. Because so usually in the past when I would have, or when I was looking into like um, plant-based products, I would like check, let's say on plant-based groceries or like, you know, like let's say plant-based pasta or sauces or milk, um, something like that. And if you're like looking into, um, you know, plant-based cosmetics, for example, right, which are not tested on animals, you would have to check on a different website because, you know, usually the websites are like specialized, you know, it's like a cosmetic website specialized on like plant-based cosmetics. Or like, you know, I don't have a dog or like cat right now, but when you're like interested in, in like, let's say plant-based pet food, you would have another website, you know, but you don't have like, let's say, uh, or what, what didn't exist was like a website with like plant-based products, like basically covering anything plant-based, you know? So it's basically like Amazon for plant-based products. And that was the initial idea from Sean, which is basically the whole vision that we have for sure. So nothing changed here. So we are um, an e-commerce business right. for sure. And that's also what we keep on establishing. Basically on like a, a daily basis, we, we add new products. We have a couple thousand products uh, online and we add new products on a daily basis. But what kind of changed is um, the whole, um, let's say, uh, surrounding <laughs> and and like other like new topics came up that like were really really interesting for us which we brought into the into the whole project so just to give you one example I never thought about a plant delivery service right I personally never ordered a plant to my home um, like two years until like two years ago and I never looked into that market so um, I think Sean met met someone by coincidence who uh, who actually is into that into that market, right? So in in the plant delivery service, right? 
And then um, we like checked on, on the numbers in that sector. And like actually over the last three years, the indoor plant market has been grown by 50% in the US, mm. um, which is crazy, right? And also plant delivery services were growing like crazy, especially in the last one and a half years, because you spend so much time at home and you want to like surround yourself with like, you know, nice things. Also, um, I think many like delivery services for like furniture and accessories also like were exploded. So, you know, you can tell like people spend more time at home. You want to have nicer surroundings because you spend so much time at home, which is also related to plants because also it's proven plants purify the air, um, great humidifier. So they have many benefits as well. And for us at Plant X, um, what we realized is it's not just, we don't want to like sell we, we, we don't want to only sell products on our website, you know, not just like Amazon, because Amazon, you can order products, but you don't really, you don't feel related to Amazon, you know, like you don't feel um, attached to the brand Amazon, because basically, they sell everything, like all kind of products, like if, if they are like bad products or good products, you can get, get anything there, right? But we want to like, we want to be a platform like with high quality, everything plant based, and we also want to educate people. And for me, um, when we just started that the conversation, like it's not just about having a plant-based diet, it's also having a healthy lifestyle and a plant-based lifestyle. And that also includes what you surround yourself with, you know, or what you like put on your body. Like, it's not just like what you put inside your body. It's also like right. what you surround yourself with, um, how you treat your environment. Um, like, you know, just to give you one example, I'm uh, in the US right now and it drives you crazy when they like give me all the time like plastic forks like I don't get it like huh? why <laughs> and I mean well that's why you're in Miami so if you're on the beach they're not really supposed to have plastic I think right it's, uh, it's yeah it's it's crazy like I don't I, I really don't understand so my ultimate goal is like also to like really like find a solution for that because it, I, I don't understand, like this should be forbidden. Like why is a restaurant allowed to have plastic cutlery? Like why? It, because they want to have like less uh, stress with like cleaning the dishes and they can like directly throw it away. Like this, this is so, so awful. Like uh, this is crazy. And I think that's actually much better in Germany. I think that's like, um, I mean, it's, it's bad in, in Germany as well. Uh, a lot of plastic is, is used there as well, but in the U.S., like every time when I come back here, like um, it drives me nuts because it's way worse here for sure. So so just to give you an idea, like it's not just like selling like products, you know, it's it's also like making people aware that it's like a full lifestyle, you know, also, like I said, with the plants. And we also like realized, OK, we want to like offer plants on, on our on our website. First of all, we think it's great. Also, it goes along with our name, with our name, actually. And um, it's it's a great thing to have, you know, and um, it's, like I said, it also has health benefits. So that, that was something, yeah. I love that. Was, I love that, that like because... one example that we never thought about in the beginning, but then this just like happened, you know, so. That's amazing. Yeah, because look, if there was like an Amazon-like place where I could buy houseplants, dead serious, I buy them all the time. We have, I'm, I live in Manhattan. We have a local delivery so in Manhattan everything's deliverable like yeah. I mean for me like COVID the biggest problem with COVID is that everybody used up my delivery slots and I actually had to exit my house to go like grocery shopping for the first time I was like yeah. oh my god <laughs> but like I would love that I mean if you had like a tutorial based or educational based thing where we could talk about those plants you know like my local garden 
I could talk to the guy, but when I'm online ordering from the garden, like I have to go Google and like look up and like do all the stuff and come back and forth, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's wind this down and I'd love to have just a few quick questions for you. So one mentors and coaches, do you and your company use them? Yes or no? No. Wow. Have you used them in the past? Have you or Sean used them in the past? Oh, to be honest, like, I don't know. I mean, Sean, Sean is like, since 20 years, I, probably he has, he or he did, um, but plant X related that we like really were like looking for, for a mentor or a coach. No, but I, it's, it's funny. I have like many friends that are mentors and coaches and I'm really interested in a topic. So I wouldn't say that I like hire my friends, but it's really interesting. You know, when you're like surrounded by many mentors and coaches, you like kind of get that. Yeah, get the influence, but it's definitely something that that I would consider for sure, and I think it can help many people. Like I have friends that that basically change their lives um, based on that. Oh yeah, it always depends on your personal situ- situation, what you want to achieve, if you have problems, if you can't like get out of you know, maybe your tunnel um, or your circles that you're in. But yeah, I I think it's a very, very good thing, but it depends um, in which state you are and if you feel like you need it in that moment. But I I can generally say that many friends have really good experience. I have like many conversations with, with my, with my friends that are actually, um, and I think it's, 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 it's great. It's, it's really, really great. Um, Actually. Yeah. Maybe I should look into that. It's it's funny because I might think that right now, um, yeah, I'm like in that state where I'm like I wouldn't need it, probably no, but probably you could need it all the time. I'm not sure. It's, yeah, exactly. It's a very difficult. Exactly. It's a really difficult. It's a really really difficult question. But I gotta tell you. So when when I was about to make the decision to, um, you know, if I'm gonna leave BMW or you know, um, and, and and like and you know start that like new project with Sean like Plant X. I had like a really good friend of mine who is actually um, who's actually a coach. She like really helped me a lot with that. Um, I just didn't like officially hire by her, but because she's my friend, right? Um, <laughs> if, if you, I mean, if you ask me like that, probably I used her because, but she's my friend. So <laughs> now when I think about it, but she helped me a lot, like with with the decision making. But I'm a person like usually I know exactly what I want. So even I like talk to my when I talk to my parents, they're like, no, don't do that. I, I was already like there. I already knew that I got to do it. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Now, company wise, have you put together your executive or advisory board yet? Yeah, we did. OK, awesome. Awesome. And try to think of anything like what is the one thing you'd love to leave the listeners with in regards to Plantex? Uh, you mean like general about the company or a, an advice or um... like, yeah, you're one, like, you know, like you're one piece of advice. Let's do it this way. Like, give me your one biggest piece of advice about, you know, making a transition. How about that? Making a transition from the security of a job to a startup. I mean, I can I can just say what I, what I already mentioned a couple of times. Follow your follow your passion. Also follow your gut feeling. I think that's really, really important. And um, also what I think, don't pressure things. Like I really believe in the universe. I I believe um, things happen for a reason. I can tell you like there were like so many examples in my in my personal life. I mean, this would like exaggerate this like whole podcast if we were like talk about all this. But I can tell you like so many things happened in my life back then when I thought, oh my God, like this didn't work out or this didn't happen. Like I thought it should happen. 
and I was like really sad and then yeah. I like had to like keep on fighting for something and like it kept going and I was like and then when I look back I like realized it was so good that this happened because then I like achieved something else which was like much better and like on a on a totally different yeah. level than I was like looking for what, what I actually didn't achieve and my mom oh. always kept on saying um, when one um, door closes, another door opens. And I think that's so, so true. And this is also like related, like you can't force things, you can't pressure things. Also a good advice for a private life. I think never like force anything, um, no, no friendships, no relationships. Um, I think everything happens for a reason. Just believe in that, that the universe always has like the best for you to come. The, always the best is yet to come. <laughs> <laughs> that's also a good thing and um believe in yourself yeah, and absolutely. believe in your your passion and then go for it and don't chase the money in the first place because that's never that's never a good thing like for sure and um yeah that's also what not what I did because like I said I had the security at BMW a nice contract good salary and I had no idea if plant x will work out and um you have to have trust in what you're doing and it will happen <laughs> and so far so good with plant X. so yeah. not a bad not a bad job there <laughs> um all right awesome i really appreciate you taking the time to join us i know that you're busy hopping on some shows down in miami but thank you so much julia we 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 loved it <laughs> thank you so much for having me and maybe talk to you soon when we have more news <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely so that is it for this week. Thank you for joining me. And I hope that you enjoyed today's show. If so, don't forget to rate it. If you guys have a pressing question, feel free to tweet me at CS Thrive uh, or on Instagram at Thrive Tribe 3.14159. Again, I know that's a weird one. It's just pi. So it's three, it's Thrive underscore tribe underscore 3.14159. Um, or of course you can join me in Facebook at my free group, which is Thrive Tribe Global. If you just search groups and you enter in Thrive Tribe Global, you should see us there um, and you can join it for free. Uh, I answer your questions in there, but if you guys send me a question through there, I will be sure to answer it here on this podcast. And as always, if you're ever interested in advertising on the show, please contact the Believe Network at Believe, B-L-E-A-V, at believe.com. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.